Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. In the New Covenant, we have boldness to enter into the Holy of Holies by a new and living way. For so long, I was just always reaching out towards God. Where are you, Lord? But when I heard Andrew's message, it was just like the light bulb went off, and I just like knew God is here with us. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Thursday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. I am nearing the end of a series that I've been doing for four weeks talking about spirit, soul, and body. I have a book on this. This is the truth that God used to literally transform my life. And I want to remind you that tomorrow is our last day to offer you these materials over our television program. So please go to the effort of either calling, writing, going to our website. You can actually download these materials free of charge on our website. I'm not trying to make money off of this. I'm trying to get this truth out because this truth transformed my life. It has changed me. And I mean, to this day, I can't even talk about these things without God just stirring me up. This is, this is awesome. And if this didn't light your fire, your wood's wet. I tell you this, this is powerful, powerful stuff. I haven't got time to go back through all the things I've talked about, but this week, I've been talking about the flesh versus the spirit. And the term flesh is a scriptural term, but most people misunderstand it. It's just talking about you in the natural, by yourself, without being inspired of God, without being anointed by God. And you could apply this to your actions. You can apply it to your thoughts. You can apply it to your emotions. Man, there's a lot of people that in the emotional realm, they are just totally in the flesh. They go by just natural feelings and emotions. They don't go by the love, joy, and peace and the fruit of the Spirit that's in your spirit. They are just totally carnal going by the natural realm. And that is death. It says in Romans chapter 8, verse 6, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And that is an absolute truth. It never fluctuates. It never varies. If you are experiencing death in your life, and this isn't only talking about physical death. If you, you know, if you're physically dying from cancer or from some disease, that's one manifestation of it. But depression is death. Sadness is death. Loneliness is death. Fear is death. Bitterness, unforgiveness, all of those things are a result of sin and Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death. And if you're experiencing death in any one of those areas, it's because you've been carnally minded. And the word carnal here doesn't mean sinful minded. It means of your five senses. You are just going by what you see, taste, hear, smell, and feel. You aren't operating in faith. You aren't operating in the spirit realm. You're operating in the natural realm. And you could be a very moral person and still be carnal still be in the flesh, just operating out of the natural realm. Man, that's important. You know, if you had a garden, and if I went over to your house and saw your garden, I don't have to be there when you plant your garden to tell what you planted. I can just see what's growing in your garden. And I can tell you, you either planted it or you allowed some seed to come in, like a bird came in and brought a seed or a uh, weed or something like that. But whatever is growing in your garden, you planted, are you allowed to be there? And it's the same thing. 
TO BE SPIRITUALLY MINDED IS LIFE AND PEACE. IF YOU AREN'T HAVING LIFE AND PEACE, IT'S BECAUSE SOMEWHERE ALONG THE WAY YOU'VE BEEN CARNALLY MINDED. AND IN THE SAME WAY AS I DON'T HAVE TO BE WITH YOU WHEN YOU SOW YOUR SEED, I JUST SEE WHAT'S GROWING UP IN YOUR GARDEN. I DON'T HAVE TO BE WITH YOU 24 HOURS A DAY. YOU JUST TELL ME WHAT YOUR LIFE IS LIKE AND HOW IT'S GOING. AND I CAN TELL YOU WHAT YOU'VE BEEN THINKING BECAUSE TO BE CARNALLY MINDED IS DEATH. IF DEATH IS GROWING IN YOUR LIFE, YOU HAVE BEEN CARNALLY MINDED. AND I KNOW PEOPLE DON'T LIKE THIS AND SAY, YOU'RE PUTTING THE BLAME ON ME. ABSOLUTELY. ABSOLUTELY. BUT WE'RE THE PROBLEM. YOU CAN BLAME THE DEVIL FOR AS MUCH AS YOU CAN BLAME HIM FOR. I HAVE NO AFFINITY FOR THE DEVIL AT ALL, BUT I THINK SOMETIMES THE DEVIL LOOKS AT US AND HE TAKES NOTES AND THOUGHTS, MAN, I NEVER THOUGHT OF MESSING A LIFE UP THAT WAY. THAT WAS A GREAT IDEA. HE'S PROBABLY GETTING INSPIRATION FROM US SOMETIMES, SOME OF THE STUPID THINGS THAT WE DO TO RUIN OUR OWN LIFE. SOME OF THE WAY THAT WE WASTE OUR TIME AND THINK ON THINGS THAT PRODUCE ALL KINDS OF BAD EFFECTS IN OUR LIFE. IT'S AMAZING. ANYWAY, YESTERDAY I WAS DEALING FROM PHILIPPIANS CHAPTER 3, AND THE APOSTLE PAUL SAID AT THE VERY LAST PART OF THE THIRD VERSE, HE SAYS THAT HE HAS NO CONFIDENCE IN THE FLESH. AND THIS IS A MAN WHO WROTE HALF OF THE BOOKS OF THE NEW TESTAMENT, A MAN WHO SAW GREAT MIRACLES. HE SAW Eutychus RAISED FROM THE DEAD, I BELIEVE HE WAS RAISED FROM THE DEAD WHEN HE WAS STONED AND LEFT FOR THE DEAD. I BELIEVE HE WAS DEAD OR HE WAS SO CLOSE TO IT THAT PEOPLE THAT WERE TRYING TO KILL HIM THOUGHT HE WAS DEAD, AND HE ROSE UP AND WALKED 20 MILES INTO THE NEXT TOWN. THIS IS A MAN WHO SAW GREAT THINGS HAPPEN, AND HERE WE ARE 2,000 YEARS TALKING ABOUT HIM, AND THIS MAN SAYS, I HAVE NO CONFIDENCE IN THE FLESH. AND YET PEOPLE TODAY ARE GOING TO GREAT LENGTHS TO HAVE GOOD SELF-ESTEEM, SELF-CONFIDENCE, YOU AREN'T SUPPOSED TO HAVE SELF-CONFIDENCE. YOU'RE SUPPOSED TO HAVE GOD-CONFIDENCE. IT'S HEALTHY FOR YOU TO FEEL LIKE, OH, GOD, I CAN DO NOTHING WITHOUT YOU. NOW, YOU CAN'T CAMP THERE BECAUSE WHEN YOU GET BORN AGAIN, YOU'RE NEVER WITHOUT HIM. HE'LL NEVER LEAVE YOU NOR FORSAKE YOU. SO IT'S TRUE THAT I CAN DO ALL THINGS THROUGH CHRIST WHO STRENGTHENS ME. SO YOU NEED TO HAVE THAT CONFIDENCE IN CHRIST AND WHO YOU ARE IN CHRIST, BUT AT THE SAME TIME, YOU NEED TO HAVE NO CONFIDENCE IN THE FLESH. AND THEN PAUL WENT ON TO SAY, THOUGH I MIGHT HAVE CONFIDENCE IN THE FLESH IF ANYBODY ELSE DID. IN OTHER WORDS, IT'S NOT BECAUSE HE... THE REASON HE DIDN'T HAVE ANY CONFIDENCE IN HIS FLESH WAS BECAUSE HE WAS JUST SUCH A MESS. NO, PAUL WAS ONE OF THE MOST EDUCATED MEN OF HIS DAY. HE HAD CLIMBED THE LADDER. HE WAS IN A POSITION OF HONOR AND AUTHORITY. HE HAD MORE GOING FOR HIM THAN ANYBODY WATCHING MY PROGRAM RIGHT NOW. AND YET HE CHOSE NOT TO HAVE ANY CONFIDENCE IN THE FLESH. LOOK AT THIS DOWN HERE IN VERSE 7. HE SAYS, BUT WHAT THINGS WERE GAINED TO ME, THOSE I COUNTED LOST FOR CHRIST. YEA, DOUBTLESS, I COUNT ALL THINGS, BUT LOST FOR THE EXCELLENCY OF THE KNOWLEDGE OF CHRIST JESUS MY LORD, FOR WHOM I HAVE SUFFERED THE LOSS OF ALL THINGS, AND DO COUNT THEM BUT DUNG, THAT I MAY WIN CHRIST. DID YOU KNOW THOSE PHRASES THERE, THAT I COUNT ALL THINGS, THAT I COUNT THEM BUT DUNG, THIS WAS TRANSLATED FROM A GREEK WORD THAT MEANS TO SEIZE BY FORCE. IN OTHER WORDS, THIS ISN'T SOMETHING THAT JUST HAPPENED. IT WASN'T SOMETHING HE FELL INTO. THIS WAS SOMETHING HE HAD TO CHOOSE TO DO. PAUL HAD TO INTENTIONALLY, ON PURPOSE, DISESTEEM ALL OF HIS GREAT ACCOMPLISHMENTS AND HIS GREAT ABILITIES AND ESTEEM CHRIST ABOVE IT. IT DOESN'T HAPPEN NATURALLY. DID YOU KNOW, ARNOLD, IF YOU LEAVE PEOPLE TO THEMSELVES, WE ARE ABSOLUTELY SELF-CENTERED. 
WE CAME INTO THIS WORLD SELF-CENTERED. WHEN YOU JUST GOT BORN, YOU DIDN'T CARE THAT YOUR MOTHER HAD BEEN THROUGH DELIVERY FOR HOURS, THAT OTHER PEOPLE WERE TRYING TO SLEEP. YOU'LL WAKE PEOPLE UP. YOU'LL DO WHATEVER. YOU DON'T KNOW THAT ANYBODY ELSE EXISTS. YOU'RE THE CENTER OF THE UNIVERSE. AND LEFT TO YOURSELF, YOU WILL ALWAYS DEPEND UPON YOURSELF. YOU WILL ALWAYS TRY AND TRUST IN YOURSELF. AND THAT'S THE WAY THAT WE ARE BY NATURE. WE JUST INTUITIVELY TRY AND SOLVE ALL OF OUR PROBLEMS OURSELF AND ONLY TURN TO GOD WHEN YOU COME TO THE END OF YOURSELF. WELL, I'M TELLING YOU THAT YOU DON'T HAVE TO WAIT UNTIL SOMETHING PHYSICAL HAPPENS THAT BRINGS YOU TO THE END OF YOURSELF. YOU CAN COME THERE THROUGH REVELATION. THIS IS WHAT HAPPENED TO THE APOSTLE PAUL. HE WAS ON HIS WAY TO DAMASCUS TO PERSECUTE THE CHURCH, AND HE HAD THIS ENCOUNTER WHERE GOD APPEARED TO HIM AND SHOWED HIM THAT HE WASN'T JUST PERSECUTING PEOPLE. HE WAS PERSECUTING JESUS, THAT JESUS WAS LORD. AND HE HAD TO TAKE THESE THINGS. HE HAD TO TURN FROM... from, HE HAD BEEN BUILDING HIS RESUME. HE HAD BEEN SHOWING PEOPLE HOW IMPORTANT HE WAS. HE HAD BEEN EARNING THE FAVOR OF HUNDREDS, THOUSANDS OF PEOPLE, AND HE THREW IT ALL AWAY. HE TOOK IT BY FORCE. HE SEIZED IT, AND HE THREW AWAY ALL OF HIS OWN SELF-CONFIDENCE AND SELF-ESTEEM. AND HE GOES ON TO SAY, HE SAYS, DOUBTLESS I COUNT ALL THINGS BUT LOSS FOR THE EXCELLENCY OF THE KNOWLEDGE OF CHRIST JESUS MY LORD, FOR WHOM I HAVE SUFFERED THE LOSS OF ALL THINGS, AND DO COUNT THEM BUT DUNG, THAT I MAY WIN CHRIST. YOU KNOW, THIS DUNG HERE, EVERYBODY UNDERSTANDS WHAT THAT'S TALKING ABOUT, BUT YOU COULD SUBSTITUTE OTHER WORDS THAT WE USE FOR THAT TODAY. AND I MEAN, (laughs) HE WAS JUST TOTALLY, HE DISCOUNTED THIS AS REFUSE, AS SOMETHING THAT YOU WANT TO GET AS FAR AWAY FROM AS YOU POSSIBLY CAN. HE DIDN'T COME BEFORE PEOPLE AND START BRAGGING AND SAY, HEY, I WAS RAISED AT THE FEET OF GAMALIA AND I WAS A PHARISEE OF THE PHARISEES. THE ONLY TIME HE MENTIONED THESE THINGS WAS IN TRYING TO PROVE THAT HE UNDERSTOOD WHERE THEY WERE COMING FROM. HE HAD BEEN THROUGH THOSE THINGS, BUT HE DIDN'T PUT ANY STOCK IN THAT STUFF AT ALL. HE DIDN'T FRAME HIS DUNG AND PUT IT ON HIS WALL LIKE WE DO TODAY, FRAME ALL OF OUR GREAT ACCOMPLISHMENTS. AND I KNOW THAT THERE'S A BALANCE TO THIS. I KNOW THAT SOME PEOPLE HAVE TO HAVE THESE DEGREES IN ORDER TO BE ABLE TO WORK IN THE PROFESSION THAT THEY'RE CALLED TO AND THINGS LIKE THAT. I'M NOT 100% AGAINST THAT. BUT I AM SAYING THAT WE TAKE A LOT OF CREDIT. WE GLORY IN ALL OF OUR ACCOMPLISHMENTS AND THINK, LOOK WHAT I'VE DONE. I'M A SELF-MADE MAN OR WOMAN. I TELL YOU, THAT IS A STINK IN THE NOSTRILS OF GOD. YOU NEED TO COME TO THE END OF YOURSELF BEFORE YOU REALLY BEGIN TO EXPERIENCE GOD IN YOUR LIFE. AND SAD TO SAY, MOST PEOPLE WAIT UNTIL LIFE KNOCKS THE BREATH OUT OF YOU AND BRINGS YOU TO THE END OF YOURSELF. AND WHEN, you can, when YOU'RE SO FAR DOWN, THE ONLY WAY YOU CAN LOOK IS UP. THAT'S WHEN MOST PEOPLE COME TO GOD. IT DOESN'T HAVE TO BE THAT WAY. YOU CAN LEARN THIS THROUGH WHAT PAUL IS SAYING RIGHT HERE. YOU CAN LEARN IT THROUGH MY TESTIMONY, WHAT I'M SAYING. YOU KNOW, I GOT BORN AGAIN WHEN I WAS ten year, when I was 8 YEARS OLD. BUT THEN 10 YEARS LATER, WHEN I WAS 18, I WAS A SELF-RIGHTEOUS PHARISEE. I HAD LIVED A HOLY LIFE, AND I THOUGHT I WAS BETTER THAN OTHER PEOPLE, AND I THOUGHT GOD WAS GOING TO ANSWER MY PRAYERS BECAUSE I WAS HOLY. AND I, weren't see, I WASN'T SEEING MY PRAYERS ANSWERED, BUT I JUST THOUGHT IT WAS BECAUSE I WASN'T HOLY ENOUGH, AND I WAS JUST TRYING HARDER AND HARDER, AND I WAS LIVING THIS SELF-RIGHTEOUS, HOLY LIFE. AND GOD SHOWED UP, AND BY REVELATION, I DIDN'T HAVE ANYTHING BAD HAPPEN TO ME, BUT JUST BY REVELATION IN THE PRESENCE OF GOD, I I LEARNED HOW TO HAVE NO CONFIDENCE IN MYSELF, IN MY FLESH. 
I SAW THAT ALL OF MY SELF-RIGHTEOUSNESS WAS LIKE A FILTHY RAG COMPARED TO GOD'S RIGHTEOUSNESS. AND I CAME TO THE END OF MYSELF ON MARCH THE 23rd, 1968. AND GOD SHOWED ME THIS BY REVELATION. YOU DON'T HAVE TO WAIT UNTIL YOUR MARRIAGE FALLS APART, UNTIL YOUR BUSINESS FAILS, UNTIL YOUR HEALTH FAILS BEFORE YOU COME TO THE END OF YOURSELF AND CALL OUT. I'M TELLING YOU, YOU NEED TO, AS PAUL SAID, HE TOOK IT BY FORCE. I COUNT ALL OF THESE THINGS BUT LOSS. I COUNT THEM BUT DUNG. AND I ESTEEM KNOWING CHRIST ABOVE ALL OF THESE THINGS. I'M TELLING YOU, BROTHERS AND SISTERS, THOSE OF YOU WATCHING THIS PROGRAM, I KNOW THAT GOD IS SPEAKING TO SOME PEOPLE WHO MAYBE YOUR LIFE IS OKAY RELATIVE TO OTHER PEOPLE, BUT ON THE INSIDE, YOU ARE UNDER ALL OF THE STRESS. YOU ARE UNDER THE PRESSURE. YOU ARE HAVING TO PERFORM. YOU'RE HAVING TO MAKE THESE THINGS COME TO PASS, AND YOU'RE STRESSED OUT AND WORRIED, AND YOU'RE LIKE on A HAMSTER ON A WHEEL. THE MOMENT YOU QUIT, IF YOU QUIT RUNNING, BOY, YOU'RE JUST GOING <laughs> TO FLIP AROUND INSIDE OF THAT THING. AND YOU FEEL LIKE THAT, THAT, MAN, YOU'VE DONE ALL OF THESE THINGS TO GET YOU TO THIS PLACE, BUT YOU CAN'T TAKE A BREAK. YOU CAN'T REST. IT'S ALL YOU. MAN, ONE OF THE GREAT BLESSINGS OF MY LIFE IS THAT I DIDN'T MAKE WHAT WE HAVE COME TO PASS. GOD DID IT. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? I CAN TAKE A BREAK, AND I CAN REST, BECAUSE GOD IS THE ONE THAT'S DOING IT. I'M NOT THE ONE THAT'S BUILDING HIS KINGDOM. GOD IS DOING IT. YOU NEED TO COME TO THIS PLACE TO WHERE YOU HAVE NO CONFIDENCE IN THE FLESH, AND THEN HE GOES ON TO SAY, AND I WANT TO BE FOUND IN HIM, NOT HAVING MY OWN RIGHTEOUSNESS, WHICH IS OF THE LAW, BUT THAT WHICH IS THROUGH THE FAITH OF CHRIST, THE RIGHTEOUSNESS WHICH IS OF GOD BY FAITH. YOU KNOW, IF YOU WERE LISTENING TO MY PROGRAMS LAST WEEK, I WAS TALKING ABOUT THE DIFFERENCE BETWEEN HAVING FAITH IN GOD AND HAVING THE FAITH OF GOD. THAT WHEN WE GOT BORN AGAIN, GOD LITERALLY GAVE US HIS FAITH, AND PAUL SAID, THE LIFE THAT I NOW LIVE IN THE FLESH, I LIVE BY THE FAITH OF THE SON OF GOD, NOT BY FAITH IN THE SON OF GOD. AND THIS RIGHT HERE BEARS THIS SAME THING OUT. HE SAYS, I DON'T WANT TO HAVE MY OWN RIGHTEOUSNESS, WHICH IS THE LAW, BUT THAT WHICH IS THROUGH THE FAITH OF CHRIST, NOT FAITH IN CHRIST. AGAIN, IT'S NOT 100% WRONG TO SAY THAT YOU PUT FAITH IN CHRIST, BUT WHEN YOU DO THAT, YOU GET THE FAITH OF CHRIST. YOU GET HIS RIGHTEOUSNESS. YOU GET THE RIGHTEOUSNESS THAT JESUS' FAITH PRODUCED, NOT THE RIGHTEOUSNESS BASED ON YOUR OWN PERFORMANCE, WHICH IS OF THE LAW. BOY, THIS IS POWERFUL WHAT HE'S SAYING RIGHT HERE, THAT, BUT THE RIGHTEOUSNESS WHICH IS THROUGH THE FAITH OF CHRIST, THE RIGHTEOUSNESS WHICH IS OF GOD BY FAITH, THAT I MIGHT KNOW HIM AND THE POWER OF HIS RESURRECTION AND THE FELLOWSHIP OF HIS SUFFERINGS BEING MADE CONFORMABLE UNTO HIS DEATH. PAUL THREW AWAY ALL OF THE THINGS THAT HE WAS TAKING PRIDE IN AND ALL OF THE THINGS THAT HIS SELF-ESTEEM WAS IN, AND HE COUNTED IT BUT DUNG. AND HE PUT HIS WHOLE uh, WORTH AND VALUE ON CHRIST, NOT ON THINGS. AND AGAIN, HE SAID, IF ANYBODY HAD RIGHT TO GLORY IN THE FLESH, HE COULD DO IT EVEN MORE. IT WASN'T BECAUSE PAUL WAS A NOBODY, AND THAT'S THE REASON THAT HE TURNED TO THE LORD. PAUL HAD IT ALL. PAUL HAD RESPECT. PAUL WAS LEADING AMONG ALL OF HIS PEERS. HE PROBABLY WAS GOING TO BECOME THE HEAD PHARISEE IN JERUSALEM. MAN, FINANCIALLY, THAT WAS A HUGE BENEFIT, AND ALL OF THE ACCLAIM AND THE HONOR of, THAT PEOPLE COULD GIVE HIM, AND YET HE THREW IT ALL AWAY. HE COUNTED IT BUT DONE SO THAT HE COULD KNOW CHRIST. 
WHAT I'M TRYING TO SAY IS THAT WE NEED TO GET TO THAT PLACE AND FIND OUR IDENTITY IN WHO WE ARE IN CHRIST. AND WE NEED TO FIND OUR SATISFACTION AND OUR CONTENTMENT AND OUR SECURITY IN WHO WE ARE IN CHRIST AND NOT WHAT OTHER PEOPLE ARE SAYING, NOT TRYING TO GET OUT HERE AND US IMPRESS PEOPLE WITH OURSELVES. YOU KNOW, WHEN I FIRST GOT REALLY TURNED ON TO THE LORD, IT WAS BACK IN um, 1968, 69, 70, AROUND IN THERE. AND um, ANYWAY, I WAS GOING TO ALL OF THESE MEETINGS. THIS IS DURING THE HEIGHT OF THE CHARISMATIC MOVE. AND WHEN YOU MEANT A PERSON, IT WAS NOT UNUSUAL FOR THEM TO SAY, HELLO, MY NAME IS, AND THEN THEY TELL YOU, I SPEAK IN TONGUES, I CAST OUT DEVILS, I'VE SEEN THIS HILL, I PREACH, I DO THAT, AND THEY WOULD, IN A SENSE, JUST GIVE YOU THEIR RESUME AND LET YOU KNOW THAT, MAN, THEY WERE FULL OF GOD WHEN THE TRUTH WAS THEY WERE JUST FULL OF themselves AND THEY WERE PROMOTING themselves. AND I GOT TO ADMIT THAT THERE'S SOME TIMES I ENTERED INTO ALL OF THAT STUFF. BUT THE LORD WAS SHOWING ME THESE THINGS, AND I BEGAN TO START FINDING MY IDENTITY AND MY CONFIDENCE IN THE LORD AND NOT IN MY ACCOMPLISHMENTS. AND I REMEMBER GOING TO A SERVICE AT W.V. GRANT'S CHURCH. IT WASN'T HIM PERSONALLY, BUT ONE OF THE PEOPLE IN HIS CHURCH, WHEN I WALKED IN, HE SAID, HELLO, MY NAME IS, AND THEN HE GAVE ME HIS RESUME AND TOLD ME HOW IMPORTANT HE IS AND ALL OF THE THINGS HE HAD DONE AND HOW HE HAD LED PEOPLE TO THE LORD. AND HE WAS WAITING ON MY RESPONSE. ALL RIGHT, WHO ARE YOU? AND INSTEAD OF ME GIVING MY RESUME, I JUST SAID, HI, MY NAME'S ANDY. AND I LET IT GO AT THAT. AND I DIDN'T SIT HERE AND TELL HIM THAT I WAS STUDYING THE WORD AND I WAS DOING ALL OF THESE THINGS. AND BECAUSE I DIDN'T SIT THERE AND BRAG ON MYSELF AND PRESENT MY CREDENTIALS, THIS GUY WAS JUST SURE THAT I WASN'T BORN AGAIN. AND HE CAME AND HE SAT DOWN NEXT TO ME AND HE WAS MAKING COMMENTS TO ME DURING THE INVITATION, DON'T YOU WANT TO GO UP? DON'T YOU WANT TO BE SAVED? AND I NEVER SAID A THING TO HIM. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? WHEN I LEFT THAT PLACE, I REALIZED THAT FOR THE FIRST TIME IN MY LIFE THAT I WAS CONFIDENT IN WHO I WAS IN THE LORD. AND I KNEW THAT GOD KNEW ME AND I KNEW THAT I WAS LOVED OF HIM AND I DIDN'T HAVE TO SIT HERE AND IMPRESS SOMEBODY. WITH WHO I WAS AND WHAT I'D DONE. AND IT WAS A REAL TURNING POINT IN MY LIFE. I REMEMBER THAT. IT WAS IN A WAY, IT WAS A REAL MINOR, INCIDENTAL TYPE OF THING, BUT IT WAS BIG ON THE INSIDE OF ME BECAUSE I DIDN'T HAVE TO SIT HERE AND DO SOMETHING IN THE FLESH. I DIDN'T HAVE TO PROMOTE MYSELF. AND I WAS JUST CONFIDENT IN WHO I WAS. AND I'M SAYING THIS IN LOVE, BUT THERE'S PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM RIGHT NOW THAT YOU CAN'T DO THAT. I GUARANTEE YOU, IF YOU GO TO SOME KIND OF A GROUP, YOU, you ALWAYS ARE TRYING TO PROMOTE YOURSELF. LET EVERYBODY KNOW HOW, how SUCCESSFUL YOU ARE, how, WHAT YOU'VE DONE IN ALL OF THESE THINGS. YOU KNOW WHAT THAT IS? THAT'S THE FLESH. YOU ARE TAKING PRIDE AND HONOR IN YOURSELF. NOW, I'M NOT SAYING THAT YOU LIE ABOUT THINGS. IF YOU'VE GOT, YOU KNOW, A DOCTOR'S DEGREE OR SOMETHING, THERE MAY BE A PLACE FOR YOU TO USE THAT. I'M NOT SAYING THAT YOU LIE ABOUT THINGS AND MISREPRESENT. AND I'M SAYING YOU OUGHT TO PROMOTE WHO YOU ARE IN CHRIST AND NOT ALL OF THE THINGS THAT YOU HAVE DONE FOR CHRIST. YOU KNOW, RIGHT NOW, GOD HAS GIVEN ME A LOT OF CONNECTIONS WITH SOME OF THE MOST IMPORTANT PEOPLE IN THIS NATION. I COULD NAME NAMES, BUT THAT WOULD BE GOING AGAINST EXACTLY WHAT I'M TALKING ABOUT RIGHT HERE. I'M JUST MAKING THE POINT THAT GOD HAS CONNECTED ME WITH SOME OF THE MOVERS AND THE SHAKERS IN THIS NATION, AND SOME OF THEM ARE VERY SELF-PROMOTING AND SELF... Uh, they, THEY GLORIFY THEMSELVES AND THEY CONSTANTLY ARE DROPPING NAMES AND TELLING YOU ABOUT WHO THEY'RE VISITING WITH AND THINGS LIKE THAT. 
And then there's other people that are some of the most influential people, and you wouldn't ever know that they are making much of a splash if somebody else didn't tell you, because they their whole identity is just in, in the Lord and in what God has done in their life. And I respect those people. I believe that that shows a level of maturity. When a person comes and starts reading me their resume and dropping names, it's a turnoff to me because you know what? I see their flesh and they are having confidence in the flesh and they are promoting themselves instead of the Lord. And you may not sit down and analyze this and think it through, but most people recognize when this is happening. They know when a person is just promoting themselves and positioning themselves versus giving all the glory to God. I'm telling you, we need to have this attitude that Paul has where we have no confidence in the flesh and we aren't promoting ourselves. Our identity is 100% in the Lord and not in what all of the accomplishments that we've done. You know, by the grace of God, God has done some great, great things in my life. And I mean, just as far as physical facilities, we have probably $120 million worth of physical facilities, and I think we only have about $20 million indebtedness against the whole thing. I mean, God's done some great things, but you know what? This is not my identity. I could walk away from these things. I don't have any confidence in the flesh, not in just physical, natural things. This is not what makes me feel secure. It's my personal relationship with the Lord. It's the time that I spend with the Lord. And that's where I find my identity, and that's where I get my joy. And there's many benefits to that, but one of them is that, you know, if it's something physical, it can be affected by the devil. But if it's intangible, if it's spiritual, if it's my identity in the Lord, Satan can't touch that. I'm secure as long as I stay in the Lord and in what He has told me to do. You know, my pastor one time, I was listening to him preach a message, and he went on a safari in Africa, and he was in one of those vehicles that had open sides on it. There were no doors, no windows. It was just open. And they drove right through the middle of these lions, and they were right on the side of the road eating a carcass that they had killed. But the guide had told them, as long as you stay in the vehicle, you're fine because they see you as a part of that vehicle and they know they can't overcome this vehicle and so they'll leave you alone. But he gave them a warning and said there was a tourist, I think it was a Japanese, you know how they always are taking pictures and they said that one of these tourists jumped out, just stepped out of the vehicle just a little bit to get a little better angle and said instantly that lion jumped on him and ate him, killed him before they could intervene. And the lesson is that as long as you are in the vehicle, the enemy can't do anything to you. As long as you are in Christ, as long as your glory and your security and your sense of worth is in Christ, Satan can't touch you. But the moment you get in the flesh, the moment you get to talking about your accomplishments, whether your accomplishments are better than my accomplishments or not is not the factor. The moment you are in the flesh, Man, your enemy, the devil, as a roaring lion, is going to go about and he will devour you. You need to stay out of the flesh and stay in the spirit. That's what I'm talking about. Tomorrow's going to be my last day. This book on spirit, soul, and body is a deal changer. I really encourage you to get it. Also, we've got all of these other materials. If you'll listen to our announcer, he'll give you the instructions about how you can get all of these. And I encourage you to please call or write today and receive these materials. 
I would have to say my favorite teaching uh, from Andrew is spirit, soul, and body. I could go to God anytime I wanted to, and I didn't have to feel condemned by him. It's really blowing my mind when I hear the teaching that I am righteous upness of God and I'm perfect. God redeemed me eternally. If I was to give any one book to anybody that really impacted me, it would be the spirit, soul, and body. Andrew's complete teaching titled Spirit, Soul, and Body is available in a CD as seen on TV DVD or in a live DVD album as well as a book, audiobook, or study guide. Also available is the Spirit, Soul, and Body Illustrated DVD. This unique DVD illustrates the main points of the entire teaching in a few short minutes. This exciting tool makes it easy to introduce Andrew's foundational teaching to anyone, even a child. Andrew himself has been amazed at how quickly and clearly this teaching can be brought to life through animation. You can get these products in the Spirit, Soul, and Body package. This package includes the CD or DVD album, the book, audiobook, study guide, as well as the Spirit, Soul, and Body Illustrated DVD. This package has a catalog value of $110, but you can get it today for only $79. The Spirit, Soul, and Body book is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book free of charge. I want this ministry to prosper and I want it to go as far as possible. So for me, being a partner is partaking in the blessings as well as giving support to people to tell them that we're behind them and, and we want to be part of what they're doing. It's just awesome to be able to put good seed in good ground. And every blessing of Andrew's we feel and know that it's a blessing of ours. For those of you who would like to be partners with us, we've got a lot of things going on and the thing that right now that the Lord has really laid on my heart is to get our parking garage paid off as quickly as possible. We actually have a $23 million loan on that 1,022 space parking garage. It's five stories tall, and I tell you, it is such a blessing. We are using it. It's a godsend, but we need to get it paid off. And the Lord laid on my heart to just ask for 23,000 people to give $1,000. And I know that that's a lot of money for some people, for other people, it's not a problem. But you know, if you gave $100 a month for 10 months, it would only take 10 months for us to come up with that. And if we get this paid off within just the next few months, I'll save nearly $7 million in interest. And if the Lord has led you to join with us, we have what we call a 1K club and you can contact us. We have the number on your screen. Let somebody know about it because we need to designate this money towards that. But we believe that we're getting our parking garage paid off quickly. And thank you for being a part of this. Remember, you can order materials, become a Grace Partner, or join the 1K Club by going to awmi.net. Or you can call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today.
we now have a Gospel Truth TV Premium. And this is a subscription-based thing. You can get it on demand whenever you want. You can go get all of our conferences, all of the things that we've been doing, the Truth and Liberty broadcast, our live Bible study. All of these things will be available to you. This is just a blessing that we have come up with for your benefit. Check it out, gospeltruth.tv premium.